How is your prayer life? If you are like most of us, it has seasons and sometimes lacks consistency. Prayer, faith, and holiness are key to reaching your destiny. Join Prophet Nanaseyo Pukusakori as he encourages the body of Christ to get closer to God in prayer. One of the nature of Christ is love. There are two things on earth that is so practiced in heaven. The language in heaven is faith and the character is love. Because God called the things which be not as though they were. So God obeyed by faith. When Jesus cast the fig tree and the disciples say, Master, the fig tree you cast is with away. He said, have faith in God. It means that the literal translation says, have the God kind of faith. The God kind of faith believes in what he said. In the book of Genesis, Genesis is the handiwork of God. Revelation and Ephesians talk about the predestiny or predictions of what is about to happen. Them that he predestined, he called. So God is an architect. The architect doesn't build, but he put the drawing on the paper for the builder to use the drawing to build. So God imagined how the world is going to be. And in Genesis, he started calling them. So you see two things there, and God said and God saw. And God said and God saw. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God said, let the sea come, and the sea came. So in the faith operation, you must say it and believe that you will see it. Prophet Nanaseo Pukuksakodie is an end-time season firebrand prophet and an evangelist with a unique preaching ministry, anchored on prayer. He teaches and prophesies the word of God with signs and wonders. And now, Prophet Nanase Opokusakodie. Bringing down the power of God. That is what we want to experience during this fasting. Yes, sir. Everybody that will be part of this fasting will never be the same again. Amen. Hallelujah. Bringing down the power of God. Look at somebody and say, I'm concerned about your powerlessness. Hallelujah. And tell the person, something is about to change in your life. It's a hunger. It has to be an appetite. <laughs> Expectation is a matter of manifestation. So it is what you expect. It's what God will manifest. It said, it said the expectation of the righteous will never be cut off. This time a step out of materialism and be hungry for the spiritual and the materialism will follow the spiritual. It's a golden rule. Receive power. Hallelujah. At the end of this fasting, you will not be powerless again. All the afflictions and the sickness and the poverty and the fear, they are all demonstrations of powerlessness. Psalm 62 verse 11. He said, God has spoken once. Twice have I heard that what? Power belongs to God. God has spoken once. Twice have I heard that power belongs to what? God. I want you to note the phrase power belongs to what? God. Power belongs to what? Don't forget that statement for the rest of your life. Power belongs to what? Power belongs to what? God. So when you are powerless, you go to God. Now listen. Any other power you get outside the one that the source is from God is a useless power. And it will turn back and destroy you. Bringing down the power of God. Bringing down what? The power of God. 
you will experience God's power during this fasting. And you will never be an ordinary person again. Psalm 44 verse 1 to 3, David says something. He said, we have heard with our years. Oh God, our fathers has told us. Now, this time it's not going to be what people told you. You must experience it yourself. This is the tale of the people. We have heard in our years. Oh God, our fathers has told us what work you did in their days, in their times of old. So if he has done it before, then he can do it again. The question is, what did the fathers do for God to demonstrate the power? May we not be a generation that we always say we have heard. May we be a generation that say we have experienced it ourselves. We have heard with our, our years. Our God, our fathers told us what work you thou didest in their days and in times of old. Verse number two. Watch this one. Huh? How, how thou didst drive out the hidden with their hand and plantest them. How thou didst afflict the people and cast them out. Look at verse three. Hmm. For they got not the land in possession by their own sword. This is one of the reasons for the hundred days fasting. You cannot make it for where you are going by your own strength. I cannot overemphasize that. You cannot marry successfully by your own strength. You cannot choose a partner by your own strength. Hey! That business cannot get to where it is by your own strength. You have tried your strength for too long. God is concerned about our powerlessness. This is a generation that want power without price. How dangerous it is. And Jesus Christ was being baptized. Everybody was being baptized. And Jesus was also being baptized. The heavens was open. And the Holy Ghost descended like a dove. And a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved son. And if it's our time, we could have put in a signboard. And say, Beloved Son International Ministry. But the next verse said that he was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. I'm reading Luke chapter 4 from verse 1. Now listen. She was baptized with the Holy Ghost. It does not necessarily mean power has come. He was led by the Holy Ghost, being tempted of the devil for 40 days. And the Bible says, Luke chapter 4, that he returned in the power. And Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Being 40 days tempted of the devil. And in those days, he did it nothing. And, and, and when he has ended, afterward, he was hungry. You are the only one who was fasting and not expect to be hungry. And the devil said to you, you are the son of God, command that this to be made bread. I'm not interested in the temptation. Keep going. And Jesus answered and said that uh, the man shall not live by bread alone. Everybody will go through that. When you are fasting, this is a scripture and the devil bring it to everybody. When you are, the greatest thing you are going to fight, you are going to face is this temptation. Man shall not live by bread alone. That's why you wake up and the first dream you have is bread. No, listen, one of the things that makes uh, make me know fasting is spiritual is that it is the only time when you say you are fasting that Satan tempts you with food. 
It is the thing where you, your appetite goes up when you hear fasting. No matter how. Because it, it, the devil knows that fasting is the fastest way to tear his kingdom down. And he prefers you to eat than to fast. And Jesus answered and said, it is written, a man shall not live by bread alone. Keep on going. Hallelujah. Mm. And the devil taken him up into the high mountain and show him all this. You know all these things. Hallelujah. And verse six said that. And what happened? And the devil said unto him, all this power I will give to you. Where did you get the power from? Now listen, you don't, listen to me. Listen, listen. You don't even know the deceptive nature of the devil you are dealing with. The devil told the man who has all power that you give him power. So most of the things you have spoken that you have believed is deception. He is the only one that if you don't know who you are, he will tell you who you are. Who is Jesus? Who is Jesus? I say, who is Jesus? Do you remember what happened at the baptism? This is my beloved son. Do you know what the devil tells you? If you are the son of God. So what is the devil telling you? So assuming Jesus didn't know who he is, he was going to prove it. So most of the things that we are angry about, it's just because we don't know who we are. So we are going to prove it. If you don't know who you are, the devil will tell you who you are. If you, now, let me tell you something. Why are we fasting for 100 days? This Christian journey is a personal adventure. If you don't know where you are going, you will never get there. So you don't need somebody's counsel to get to where only God can take you. And the devil said unto him, all this power will give you. Huh? And the glory of them. That, oh, Jesus Christ, Satan. <laughs> Go to verse 7. I don't want to read more. Amen. If thou will worship me, all of them shall be you. Girl, I can pray 500 messages out of it. If thou will sleep with me, I will give you this position. Satan has not changed his method. If thou will worship me, I will give you the kingdom. If only you can give your body to this man for one day, you will get a position. It has not changed. No. The devil has not changed. Every temptation you go through is under this one, last of the flesh, last of the pride of life. He has no change. All this power I'll give you. If thou bow down and worship me, so without power you will compromise. With that inner spiritual strength and tenacity, you cannot survive. I'm going to take you to a place and show you that where we are going, powerlessness is a major risk. Where we are going, this generation, I'm telling you, powerlessness is a major risk. You sitting here, when I see people come to church, number one, I know God loves them. Two, I know there's a special grace on their life. Three, for you to sit here and listen to me preaching, don't think it's just because you love to come to church. There is a force that is dragging you. Hear this, because not everybody has the courage to come to church. Coronavirus is separating the wheat from the goat. No, the fact that you are sitting in home, you are not serving God, and you can pray small, small, does not mean that you think that after a little much swinamu, if Christianity is not designed that way. No, a woman is not designed to have a child with a gorilla. So no matter you are trying to decorate the gorilla, you are wasting your time. 
Christianity is not made that way. It is the same principle the devil is using. I told you on Sunday that yeah, when the demonic people release their coronavirus, they say that cover your this, do that, don't, don't, don't touch it. When they start it, they say don't even touch something. Now they came back and they said, oh no, the thing cannot be an object again. That is why they say don't open door. And don't, some of you, you used to open door with your, that's why your ear is paining you. Because you have opened door with your waist and now it's paining you. Now the deception keeps on. 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 If you don't take care, nobody knows the next deception they are concocting to bring. You don't want to believe that things you are telling you because only the truth can set you free. Nothing has changed. It's all it is. And they are going to break another one. So your spirit must be strong. Powerlessness is a major risk. No. If thou worship me, all this shall be you. Keep on going, please. That's, huh? And Jesus answered and said unto him, Get thee behind me, Satan. For it is written, thou shalt worship the Lord your God and him alone shall dance. That's what I'm looking for. And verse 9 said that, and he brought him uh, to Jerusalem and to the pinnacle of the temple. Go. Verse 10. Go to verse 10. Uh, for it is written, uh, he will give his sinner child. Tempted Jesus. Uh, and Jesus said, well, I know God will give his sinner child, but that doesn't mean I should just close my hand and go there and jump in the name of God who just give his sinner's child. You can't go and stand on this building and jump and say that because I'm fasting for 100 days, if I jump, God will carry me. In fact, in fact, in fact, when you fall down, tell them they should wait for you to die before they pick you up. Because we don't need to keep you alive again. No, it's nonsense. Hallelujah. Are you getting what I'm talking about? Jesus said that God will deliver you accidentally for you fall there. But don't open your eyes and fall into it. That's what it is. Now go to the next verse. Let me show you something. Hallelujah. And in their hands they will bear you. Go to verse number 12. Watch this. Uh, and Jesus answered and said unto him, It is said, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Oh, a whole about 10 chapters, Satan temptation was there. And when the devil has ended all the temptation, he departed for a season. This one is another place. It means I shall be back. So don't ever think that because the virus is going down, the devil is not concocting another one. It might not be a virus. But these are the signs of the end time. Signs of the end time. So to be powerless in our generation is a major risk you will compromise. And you will not even know you are compromising. Compromise will be a natural instinct for your life. And the devil says, I shall be back. Now look at the next verse. Now watch this. And Jesus returned. So which means that she went there in a different way, came back in a different thing. And Jesus returned in the power of the spirit after 40 days. So what will happen to people who fast for 100 days? And Jesus returned. I am talking about the price for power. I am talking about bringing down the power of God on your life. Listen, there are some afflictions you will not experience them again during this fasting. You have gone around everywhere. Everybody has prayed for you. Nothing has changed. It's time for you to say, God, it's between me and you. And take advantage of this time. Press on. Some family altars must be destroyed. Some yokes must be broken. Some poverty must end. Some up and downs must stop. Some disappointment must turn. Hey! Some spiritual laziness must be broken. Are you not tired of being a stagnant Christian? And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit. 
I see somebody returning the power of the spirit. And just before he put on billboard and just before he put on signboard and posters, they went out fame. So your best announcer is the Holy Spirit. Hear this. He's the only one who can advertise you, advertise your business. If he has not advertised, it means that you don't need that advert. You don't need to put your picture on Facebook. And show half of your ties. When the time comes, eh, Rebecca, God knows how to orchestrate you to go to the river and fetch water. You see, the whole thing between Rebecca and Isaac was divinely orchestrated. And listen, it was not a time to go to church. It was not a time for makeups. He never went to saloon. He was, there was a port on his head to go and fetch water at the river. And that place was his destiny point. He moved him to become part of the matrite. Just get the power and get the favor. The rest of the things will follow. I said, no room for powerlessness. Hallelujah to Jesus Christ. And Jesus returned in the power. Every portarian is returning with the power of God. We are coming to the place when an average Christian becomes the generator of power. You understand what I'm saying? An average Christian, you are not a pastor. You are just an ordinary usher, but you are raising the dead. When that average Christian becomes the generator of power. No, you are just a normal protocol person. When you give somebody a communion, they are sick, they get healed instantly. Power. I was reading in my encyclopedia. Uh, there's a book I have, it's called Fasting Encyclopedia. And one of the testimonies that Frankie Hall said was that a woman was fasting for 40 days and 49. When he got to the, uh, day 35, the Lord spoke to him and said, go to social and social Baptist church. It was like a drive from here to Winneba. And go there in America. There is a woman in a wheelchair. Go and heal the person. When he got there, he has never been there before. He didn't even know her address. It is in Ghana that you can travel everywhere. Say, when you get there, check the lotto kiosk. You need to get address to move. If you don't have it, don't try it. Amen. And he told his son to drive it because she was weak. Whilst they were going, he could hear a voice say, turn left, turn right, drive straight. And they got there. By the time they got there, they said, yeah, this is the church I saw. When they entered the church, there were a few people with a lady sitting on the wheelchair. And the pastor was standing there and said that sometimes God brings sickness just to test your faith. The woman went there and pushed the pastor by the side. And she stand by the side. He's a pastor of the church. And told the woman in the wheelchair, hold my hand, stand up and walk. And he began to walk. And he finished. And he told the pastor, stop preaching all this nonsense. The price for power. Listen, do you know why me and you are afraid of witches? Powerlessness. Do you know why you are afraid of all these viruses? Powerlessness. No. It's right. Well, God told me all the things called use wisdom, which wisdom is powerlessness. The people that cover power, they demonstrate to raw power. Raw. I read about a man in Nigeria who God told him to go to a village. Those days, not this present Nigeria. Those days in Nigeria, Baba Oyalo, Ayodems, they are tied. Where witches were coming raw, raw. 
And when he went to a place, the chief gave him what we call forbidden forest. Nobody must go there. And he carried his prayer with us there. He said, I want a place to build a church. And he said, so the chief gave it to him knowing that you are coming to build a church here. Let me take you to that forbidden forest so that you die there. He started reading the place. Suddenly, they saw a big python coming. So there was nobody should run away. And they were all reading. And the python was coming. He would lift his head. Huge one. He said, it's bigger than my size. And as the python was getting closer, he said, let God arise. The python turned his stomach and died. The fetish priest in charge of that forest died the next day. By the third day, the whole village gave their life to Jesus Christ. Power. Powerlessness. I am waking your appetite up. That this time, I'm not talking about the kind of me, let be serious. Don't sleep for time to run. Your sleeping system must change. Let prayer be everything you are smelling. Walk praying. Hey, bath praying. Sit in total praying. Stand there praying. Any opportunity, speak in tongues. And be hungry for power. And your story will change. Because too much of flesh. Too much of our mind. Too much of using our mind and not depending on the spirit of God. Too much of carnality. Too much. I want to see raw power. Raw. Somebody say raw. Raw power. Combined with raw faith. Yeah, the faith that brought us to Portis, it was a raw faith. Nothing to think about. Raw. We are coming to the place after we during this fasting. You will go to a hospital. Once you are walking in the world, people will be jumping up and be here. Raw power. Somebody's cousin had an accident. And they told your cousin accident is dead. He's in a mortuary. He said, No, we didn't tell him to die. We asked him to go and bring money. He said, Don't wait for me. I'm coming. Went to the mortuary and called him. I saw the testimony. Jesus is calling you. The guy jumped from the dead. And he said, we did have, he said, when you work at the first, said, where is the money you want to collect? Uh-huh. We have to cry to heaven. We cannot continue in this powerlessness. It will not go to help us. I see heaven open and I see the power of God fall upon your life. Our present day Christianity undergoing all kinds of frustration or the other. Frustration. Frustration or the other. Mm. Restlessness. Visible and invisible. Some people, when they tell you their story, you don't know how to pray. You can't even tell how they are living by that story. A lady told me, every night I sleep, something came to sleep with me. And he said, especially when I'm fasting. I said, how long have you fasted? He said, oh, me, I can't go beyond 6 o'clock. My fasting is 6 to 6. Even that one, I make sure I eat very well midnight. So that because if I don't do it, I'm a whole so so. Now, which you see what he's going through. And I realized that he has gone around all men of God that the wrong as has complicated this issue. You are going through a system 
where every night something knocks at your door and you cannot live beyond six o'clock of fasting. The Son of God fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. Conceived by the Holy Ghost. Mother was a virgin without sin. Has never experienced sin. He is the owner and the creator of the earth. He took on this flesh and when he came down, he fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. What about me and you that were conceived in sin? God told me audibly. He said, nobody can survive in our generation without fasting. If there is a generation the Bible wrote fasting for, it's this one. Because the distractions are too much. The things that make you see, it's as if when you step out your door, sin welcomes you. Sin is multiplied so much. We are surrounded by people with spirits. There are people you see them, you are angry. There are people, there are women, you go around them, you start feeling lust. There are men who go around them, they pray, but they will squeeze your breast. We are surrounded by spirits. We, we have attracted them. This week, let there be total freedom in your body. Let there be total freedom in your soul. That is why people can become born again. They find it difficult to get Holy Ghost baptism. You minister to them, they can't. Demons has blocked it. They can't. Nobody can be watching pornography and still have Holy Ghost baptism easily. You must go through deliverance. Nobody can be living in fornication and be baptized by the Holy Ghost easily. No, it cannot work. Nobody can be an adulterer. You are deceiving yourself. The fact that you come to church, that's not me, you are okay. So it's a very serious man ahead of us. Some of us have, we say God has called us into ministry. Our prayer should be, Lord, make me usable. Make me usable. And some of you that God is calling you that you are running away. It's time to come and say, Lord, because they, I fear for anybody God is calling, they are running away. Life becomes a struggle. You might try to get to your stubbornness and say you won't come. But God has not changed you. Today there might not be a will to swallow you. But he knows what can swallow you. God has not changed. Mm-hmm. God has never changed. Hallelujah. Lift one and say, I refuse to be powerless. We are going to pray and bring down God's power upon our lives. How did Jesus return in the power? He prayed through it. Hey! No wonder the disciples look at him. Do you know something? One day I saw that in the Bible. They saw Jesus raise the dead. They saw Jesus heal lepers. In fact, if I'm around Jesus, what I'm going to ask is raising the dead anointing. Can you, can you imagine, Prophet, and I have anointed everybody that died, I raise him up. They never asked Jesus to teach them how to raise the dead. They didn't even ask him to teach them how to heal the sick. He said, teach us to pray. You know why? Because they come to the place of conclusion that the man's power secret is his prayer. So if we can pray, we can do the things you do. One day I asked the Lord, why do you want us to pay pride before you put your power on us? He said, so that you will not undermine it. Do you know why Jacob would love Rachel to his intestines? Because the price he paid to get her. I didn't understand why Jacob would love Rachel so much that when Rachel gave birth to his firstborn, he saw him a coat of money colors. The love a man has for a woman, he would take it to his children. So what is it? How? 
She loved the woman so much that the first two grandchildren of Rachel, he adopted them and changed God's plan and put them into the 12th tribe. Ephraim and Manasseh. The leader that he didn't pay price for. At a point, he even walked out of his room. He has to use man grace to get the man for one week. God said, if you don't pay price for power, you will abuse it. When you pay price for power, you value it. Number two, you will not compromise it. If I look at the price I've paid for the where I am standing and still I've not seen the things I want to see, it would be stupidity for me to compromise it. No. 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 Those of you are not paying the price, you live your Christian life anyhow. You talk anyhow, you set things anyhow, you get it. When you stand before anointed people, you don't know the anointed. You don't know. One of the dangerous things about the kingdom is that ignorance is not an excuse. That is why God said, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Build your knowledge power base and build your spiritual power base and grow and develop, and you see things naturally live your life. I'm telling you. Yeah? There is a realm of prayer. Gossip will drop. Lust will drop. Envy will drop. Lies will drop. Things will just drop. The more you grow, the lighter you become. All the excess baggage will be dropping. Grow. Take this fasting serious. Do everything in your power. Despise every engagement. Let this be your priority. Share. Yeah? Today, I used to think we are just fasting. The Lord told me, I have given you an opportunity. Because he said, all of us sitting here, God could have made sure that all of us will not live to see today. But he made it possible. So he said, I have given you an opportunity. May you take advantage of this opportunity to become different in your father's house and your mother's house. It is time for us to kindle and rekindle the power of God on our life. We have to do it. We have to do it. It is not God's fault. We can't meet him and, and, and blame him for anything. The most stupid decision you ever do is to blame God in your life. God is always right. If there is anything wrong, I should check myself. Nobody pays the price and God will not release what the person has paid for. Because one thing I love about him is that he's faithful. He's just and he's faithful. Stories are going to change. People's destinies are going to change. Impossibilities are going to be impossible. And I want to warn you, this first thing we are going to pray. Hey, we are going to pray. We are going to pray. Let me warn you before you get in the process so that if you don't want prayer, you drop today. The I'm telling you. Prayer. Step out of the flesh. Know no man after the flesh. And get into the spirit and change your story. One encounter with the Lord can end a life of struggles. Change your story. Change your story. I pray that you will not be counted as one of those powerless Christians in our generation. Amen. 
if God does not move in some people's situation, then those people are completely finished. So there are people going through things that if God doesn't move, nobody can do anything about it. And some of you, under the sound of my voice, you can testify that what you find yourself in without divine intervention. Forget it. And I promise you, there shall be a divine intervention. God is faithful. When you read the Bible, you see him answer the fasting prayer of Esther, Nehemiah, and everything. It tells me, it gives me confidence. It gives me confidence. Amen. Look at the way things leave you when you are fasting. Have you noticed that when you start fasting, all kinds of things leaves your mind? There is something about the spirit of fasting. Hallelujah. You have been trained for it. People will see that God is visiting you. Things are going to change. Chief executive that will pray, companies will change. Pay the price. A day will come on you, you must be free. Are you not tired? Next year you are getting married. Next year you are getting your documentation. Next year you will not be a tenant, you will be a landlord. There must be a significant change and a transformation in your life. And the fame of Jesus went abroad. Nobody advertised Jesus. The Holy Ghost advertising. I've seen Christian companies, Christian businessmen, business, business uh, women, things are not going well, so they are compromising. They are. Do you know why I know that you can be a successful businessman and be a billionaire and have sound mind? Because of Job. Job is the standard of business in the Bible. He was the richest in the East. And he was righteous that no man testified to God himself. So you cannot be a compromising businessman and not bring a curse on your business. Because if God blesses you with your compromise, then the devil will accuse you. Price. Receive grace to pay the price. May you be filled with the power of God during this fasting. So that God can deal with every contrary situation in our life. We need the power of God. So that the almighty God can do what? He can deal with contrary situations in our life. I am trusting God that by the time we finish this fast, no disease will stay in your body. No sickness will live in your body. When demon will give in your body after praying for 100 days. You are going to be praying. Something must shift in your life. Hey. How long will people laugh at you for serving God? Things must change. The car you drive must change. Amen. You must walk in so much power. The unbelievers will see when you say we want to follow you to church. Power. The people walking around, they even think they are powerful. And when the devil sees them, he gets excited. It is dangerous to be powerless and think you are powerful. Extremely dangerous. Why couldn't we cast him out? Jesus said, because of your own belief. I've never thought about it. And the Lord said, every unbelief is a demonstration of powerlessness. Because of your own belief. If you have faith, faith is dynamism. Faith is power. 
It is the most potent force on earth. A powerless Christian cannot operate in faith. Because to walk in faith, you need to have a kukudru. Faith will bring you face to face to death and not be afraid of death. It takes power to come face to face and face God without an alternative. If God can't do it, let me leave. It takes a certain inner strength. It takes a certain inner strength for you to come to that place. Amen. Hallelujah. I am trusting God that between now and even the end of September, you are already a high flyer. You're already moving in rams. Tell somebody be strong in the Lord. You can somebody tell the person be strong in the Lord. <laughs> All the laziness. Too much. Well, you can wake up and feel too lazy to read the word of God. Have you noticed that reading the Bible is very difficult for you now? All those things will be broken. If for some of you, you have not opened the Bible for one month. And it's the only book when you open, you start sleeping. Can I have one person who is faithful here? Plenty. 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 No. Do you know some people wake up and reading of the Bible is not part of their timetable plan. Not there. And you think that all these things are okay. No. It's not. It's not normal. When we say Christian, when we say attack, these are the major attacks. The things that I feel it, find it difficult to pray. Find it difficult. You see, they will, oh, a lot of things will be distressful. The way some people can wake up when they are not praying, they can be okay walking around the whole day. It cannot happen to me. I can't. My spirit has come to the place that it can never move without God. That's where we are. The way you can walk around normal, wake up and sleep every time you lie. Pray that those things will leave you. No, it's 100 days. If you're able to practice for 21 days, become part of you. It is not an, a man of God that is not anointed. It is you that is powerless. How many pastors have prayed for you? So, this week, I want you to come to the place of this 100 days fasting and say, Lord, I'm tired of this situation. Until you become desperate, you cannot change your situation. Ah! You should be tired of singlehood. You should be tired of poverty. You should be tired. You see, oh, financial hardship have made people think they will three more day. Me cry, me say three more day. I've been thinking about it. There's a place eh, you have to come to the place and get tired of that. Get tired. Get tired. I will not deceive you. I know what fasting has done for me. No, I know. I have too many testimonies about fasting for me to go and go to God and say, Lord, explain it deep. Oh, I have too many testimonies. May the Lord give you uncommon testimony through fastings. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. I have finished fasting and people have driven dry new cars into my house. I never asked them. It was not even part of my prayer point. I never asked God I need a car. Never. I never. Just speaking in tongues. Establish the saints. Let souls be won. Let one billion souls be won the next 40 years. If you tally this, these are the things I pray about. Bless this person. This one has been a blessing. Provide. Open the womb of this person. Destroy everything fighting their marriage. And by the time I finish, all kinds of things I didn't ask. So one of the things is that this fasting, don't concentrate too much on your needs. Pray 
on God's heartbeat. Things like souls established in the church. Go out and tell somebody Jesus loves you and bring them to church. Don't ever go to church on Sunday without taking a soul during these hundred days. And you see other things will happen. You, you wake up and find poverty around you. You will not see. You try to find whether you are alone sleeping. You see that there is a tall man lying by your side wearing the same ring you are wearing. And you don't even know. All the witches will be witnessing you married. Yeah. Hey, but I've been praying. Good. I know you have been praying. Some of your 30 minutes. How are you? How are you? 30 minutes. Now, when you go to all the supermarkets and all the electronic shops, let me give an example. I go to Accra Mall. There is a shop right there. It's a game. There are different items. The prices are not the same. In, there is a price for chewing gum. There is a price for one bottle of water. Whether, whatever you call them. There is also a price for television. There is a price for more. There is a price for other things like deep freezers and fridge. It does not change with God. Do you understand? As if it does not change with God. Everything you want having give to you, there is a price tag on it. So this is your starting. You are presented the money of a chewing gum looking for television. And God says it doesn't work. I respect and honor the grace of God. And I understand a lot of God's grace. And I've studied it. And I'm still steady. But I know, girl, without a certain price, we wouldn't have been potters. The vision of potters was not given to me in the kitchen. So those who pay the price this hundred days, they will hear the voice of God. And the voice of God is so powerful. I'm talking. I am not talking about even looking to come for prophecy. I'm talking about taking advantage of the system and praying until you see God change your life. And when you fight for it, nobody can take it from you. It becomes yours forever. No. It's more than trying to be a good girl. It's more than that. No. Sometimes it's more than being a virgin. There are ladies sitting who are virgin, they are still not married. You have never seen a man righteous. The, the, the foolish virgins and the wise virgins, they are all virgins. Who? How they stay out behind the door, it is just extra oil. They didn't pay a deeper price. When it comes to purity, they were all pure. Both the foolish and the wise are virgins. They were all pure. All of them love God because they were all going to meet the, the, the bride. All of them has gone to church. What disqualified the last 10 was extra oil. That's all. So by the time we finish 100 days, I promise you, you have extra. Financial systems must change. Businesses must come up. We must pray until money leaves the hands of the wicked. We have to pray. Because some people, as long as money is in their hand, we are in trouble. 
It must live. When God gives you the money, will it still be in the kingdom? Today, God told me something. It's a blessing for you to have money, but it's a curse for money to have you. What is the difference? Hmm. Money is not evil. It is the love of money. And the King James will use the last after money. What do you mean by money have you? If you have one million dollars and God say, give me 700 and you are not able to give it to God, it's my money have you. Once you begin to have money, money cannot control you. And when money is not control you, you will always release it at the time God is in need of it. And once God finds out that money cannot control you, he doesn't limit how much comes to you. You have a lot of things to pray this week. You have a lot of things to pray this month. You have a lot of things. I am trusting God by the end of September, major testimonies are already flying in the atmosphere. James chapter 5 verse 17. Let me end with that one. Amen. Elijah was a man subject to life passion as we are. It is one of the most powerful scriptures in the Bible. And he prayed earnestly that it might not rain. And it did not rain on the earth by the space of three years and six months. Hey. Hey. Somebody changing and regulating the climatic conditions. And he prayed again. And the heaven gave rain. And the earth brought forth fruit. So listen, he used prayer to lock the heaven. And he used prayer to open it. And the James said that that Elijah was not an extraordinary person. The Bible says he was subject with life passing. It means that he was ordinary as we are, but he paid price for power. Verse 17. Give me the New Living Translation. Simple. Simple. Elijah was as human as we are. So, the fact that you are sitting in church that show me you will carry the power, that is a price. And this hundred is pay the price. I don't know where God is going to take you by paying. Elijah was as human as we are. And yet, when he prayed earnestly that no rain will fall, none fell for three and a half years. When he prayed, none fell. So, the Bible says, he is subject to life. It means that he has constitution. He has weakness. He is the same prophet that ran away and cried because a woman chased him. So he didn't call fire from heaven because he was extraordinary. Because he paid the price for power. The only secret about Elijah is that he was a fasting machine and he was a prayerful man. I'm going to ask you to pray a prayer. Let this fasting period change me and my household. Psalm yeah. so 103 and verse number 1. Watch this. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefit. Come back to verse 1. He gave me the New Living Translation first. Look at the New Living Translation. Let all that I am praise the Lord. With my whole heart, I will praise his holy name. Hmm. Give me the NIV version. 
Praise the Lord, oh my soul. All my innermost being. Praise his holy name. Now, I want to take you to the message Bible and show you something. From verse 1. Oh my soul. Bless God. From what? So tomorrow, I'm going to release a head to toe blessing over your life. I was studying the Bible today. The Lord told me that there can be a head to toe blessing. Oh, my soul, bless God. From what? Head to toe. Stand to your feet. God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, contact World Prayer Center, PO Box GP21421, Accra, or telephone plus 233-303-413-703 or plus 233-303-413-705. Email us on info at wpcministries.org or visit our website at www.wpcministries.org.